0: Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through another preview. We're going to be talking about the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. Now, a very interesting team compared to the other teams that we've gone through uh, in a very unique position. They could either do really, really well will do really, really poorly. It depends on how they go this season. They've got one of the better rosters on paper in Rugby League. They've got Connor Tracy, Blake Taff, uh, Stephen Crichton, Bronson Sherry, Jacob Kira's, Joshua O'Carr, Viliami Kikau, Reid Marnie. Um, you know, their, their squad is stacked, well and truly stacked. It's just about putting all the pieces together. I mean, Drew Hutchison, uh, you know, uh, Jermaine Salmon there as well potentially playing in the back row. they got Kurt Man there, depending on how they use him, whether he's going to be playing 13 uh, or playing that 14 role off the bench. We'll have to wait and see. Um, but, yeah, look, a very, very interesting-looking squad and a very stacked squad on paper as well. It's just about putting all the pieces together. They could go either really well... Or really, really poorly. And I think they are a little bit of a victim, and especially where I've put them on the ladder, of how even the competition is at the moment. And just those sides that just manage to compete, uh, like the Raiders, like the Cowboys, like the Sharks, like the Knights. You know, all these sides that just love to compete and push their way up. With how even the competition is at the moment, it's going to be hard for them to move from where they did last year. And we'll talk about that Uh, right at the end as well. But we'll go through each of the points for the Bulldogs. First of all, let me just say this. I think they improve. I do think they improve as a footy side. I think they win more games. Uh, I just don't think they move too much on the ladder. I still think they sit around 14th to 16th for me. And we'll go through the exact positioning that I have them in the ladder prediction at the end as well. But... The first point I have here is Matt Burton, a full year at six, and Sexton at seven. Uh, a first full year where Burton is playing the full year at six, hopefully, and uh, where Sexton is the seven for pretty much the full year, or maybe just up until Origin, just depending on how uh, the side goes, we might see Connor Tracy get a crack at seven as well. You just don't know how this side is going to be shaped. But uh, from outside looking in, it is going to be Burton at six and Sexton at seven, hopefully for a full year, which is very exciting. I think Burton needs a full year at six as well, just to learn his craft. At six, he was moved around a lot this season and played a little bit of centre, uh, played a lot of seven towards the back end of the year, which we all know he isn't a seven, he's a six. Um, but, you know, he did play a little bit of seven towards the back end of the year. Uh, so having a full year at six is going to be really good for him. He's expressed how much he wants to play six as well. Um, you know, I think he's a great six. He's very Freddie, a lot of, a really nice left foot step. Uh, and ball playing is super crisp, really good short kicking game as well, and his long kicking game is just as good with those bombs, but also kicking 40-20s and all sorts of kicks as well. He's got a really, really solid boot on him, so those last tackle kicks are going to be They could be anything, as Guru would say. They could be a bomb. You could get a really long torpedo. Uh, You could get a really nice punt, a 40-20. You could get absolutely anything from Matt Burton. So uh, him, a full year at six for me is very exciting. Uh, And Sexton at seven as well, giving this side a little bit of direction. We saw how good he can be in that first game that he played for the Bulldogs as well. It was one of their Bulldogs' best games in the entire season, uh, that first game when Sexton was at seven. They were playing really, really solid football. Uh, But not only that, Reid Marnie as well. Um, you know, he's one of the guys I think can really improve in 2024. He had a pretty average year in 2023. Wasn't as consistent. Had some really bad games and some really average games. Uh, had a few good games, but all in all, he wasn't as good as what we thought he could be, especially from what we saw from him in the trials. Um, it, it just wasn't the same. Uh, I think that it's a big year incoming for Reid Marnie at nine, having a full year with him at nine, uh, and having that spine all together for a full year for me personally. Personally, it'll be Tracy at fullback uh, with Burton and Sexton in the halves, and then with Marney at nine. Uh, it looks like Stephen Crichton could get the first crack at fullback, but for me, I would have Connor Tracy there. And I think signing Connor Tracy is a great excuse to put Stephen Crichton in the centres and have him playing his best position. Yes, he might be on a bit much money, uh, a bit too much money, sorry, for a centre, but I do think he's one of the best centres, and he's in a side that can afford to pay a center that much to play high quality football at center. And don't get me wrong, he can roam as well. They can choose to have him as a roaming center. But for me, he is a center. He isn't a fullback. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. I could be totally proven wrong in the first few rounds of the competition. Seeing him at fullback, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but at the moment for me, he's a center. I'd love to see Tracy at one. From what we saw of Connor Tracy at one when Will Kennedy was out for the Sharks. You know, I love Connor Tracy at one. I think it's his best position and I think he could do a really good job there in first grade consistently, like we've seen at the Sharks. Uh, I think he just needs to be given the opportunity. And Blake Taff, I mean, great depth there at fullback. Three fullbacks that can play fullback at a high knit. Uh, Blake Taff... Stephen Crichton and Connor Tracy really high quality fullbacks um, so yeah look' I'd be keen to see I'm keen to see who gets the first crack at fullback whether it be Stephen Crichton uh you know Connor Tracy or um, Blake Taft. but for me as we've said a number of times Stephen Crichton is a center that's where I think he should be playing in 2024. Uh, they've got a mountain of utilities. Obviously, they've got Kurt Mann, They've got Jermaine Salmon, who played a lot of utility for the Panthers. Uh, you know, they've got um, Drew Hutchison as well. We don't know where he's going to play. Uh, they've got a lot of utilities. You could consider kind of Tracy utility as well. They've got a four or five utilities in that side. Uh, So finding out where they all fit into the team, I think that Surrata's got a pretty good idea of where all these utilities fit in. Uh, I think he said that uh, Jermaine Salmon will be in the back row, which I like. I loved seeing him at center and in the back row. I thought he was really impressive there. So back row, he could really make that spot his own, put a bit of size on and play a really uh, high quality back row role. Be very similar to Ryan Madison with a little bit less less X-factor. Uh, I feel like that's sort of who he plays like in the back row. Uh, so we could play very much so like Ryan Madison on an edge uh, with the ball playing, a uh, bit of an offload on him too, Jermaine Salmon. Uh, it'd be really good on the edge, especially on the left hand side where you've got um, most likely, depending on who's centre, but you could have Ado Carr, Stephen Crichton. Um, and Jermaine Salmon all on that one edge. And then you can move Viliami Kikau back to the right-hand side, uh, which he did play a little bit for Penrith. Um, he played most of the back end on the left, actually, to be honest. So, yeah, I'd actually probably rather kick Kikau, now that I think about it, on the left. You'd have Salmon on the right. It actually evens it out a lot, too. Um, and then on that right-hand side, you'd have Bronson Sherry, Jermaine Salmon, and uh, Jacob Kiraz. Fuck, that is deadly. That is deadly. This this team on paper is freakish. So, uh, Jermaine Salmon. Uh, they said he's going to be a back rower. I think Kurt Man. Uh- roaming lock. I think that Serraldo said he was going to be, whether that means he starts at 13 or he comes off the bench in that number 14 jersey. I'd love to see him lose a few kilos in the offseason and get that 5'8 body back, that fast nippy 5'8 body back because he was so good in that role. He's been used at Newcastle as a battering ram and I really don't think you're going to get the best out of Kurt Mann as a battering ram. Lose a few kilos, get that fast nippy Kurt Mann back. Yes, he's a bit older, um, but You know, that year where he played 5'8", 2019, 2020, when he played 5'8", with Mitchell Pearce, I think that's the best I've seen of Kurt Mann in his entire career, really. Um, You know, as far as I've watched him. So I'd love to see Kurt Mann as that fast, nippy, roaming lock forward, rather than the battering ram lock forward that he's been used as at the Knights. Yes, he's okay at lock. I don't rate him too much at lock. A lot of people rate him at lock. I think... Yeah, he's good in defense, but it's just not his position. I think that he can be so much better as that fast, nippy roamer. Uh, like as I said, really good at Newcastle, playing six alongside Mitchell Pierce that year. Uh, so yeah, uh, Kurt man, I'd love to see him get a little bit more fast and nippy, but apparently he's going to be used as that, as that roaming lock. Uh, Drew Hutchison, uh, they've said that he and Sexton will be fighting it out for the seven. If I'm picking a seven right now, I might actually pick Drew Hutchison over Sexton. I want to see Sexton over the first few rounds, but um, or at least till Origin. But if it doesn't work out, I'd love to see Hutcho get a crack as well. We've seen how Hutcho can direct a side around the park. Um, even if Sexton is the backup half, which he was obviously at the Gold Coast Titans, and they bring in Hutcho to play the main seven. The way that Hutcho organizes a team, we've seen it at the Roosters, even when he was a fill-in. Uh, they were winning games and they were winning a lot of games off the back of some of the plays that he came up with too, whether it be kicks uh, or whether it be his running game, his passing game, the way he directs that side – Uh, Roos has won a lot of games at the back end of the year off the back of uh, Drudgeson, particularly those games that they needed to win. That was off the back of Drudgeson when he was playing in those last few games. So um, he can direct a side around the park really well. I'd love to see him get a crack at seven. If I was picking a seven between uh, Sexton and Hacho, I probably would pick Hacho. Uh, But look, we'll have to wait and see um, how you know, Soriado wants to organize this side. I think it will be Sexton and Burton to start the year just because that's what it was at the back end of the year. But anything can happen in a preseason. We might see Hacho get a crack, which is what I love. Um, yeah, Connor Tracy obviously fighting out with uh, Stephen Crichton and Blake Tuff for the fullback spot. Uh, who else will we forgetting about here in terms of utilities that the Bulldogs have signed? Let's go to the Bulldogs website. I think I'm forgetting someone. Might not be, but I think I am. Let's go to the Bulldogs website, get it up. Uh, Team. Uh, They got Khaled Rajab there as well. He'll be fighting for a spot, uh, which will be very interesting. Um, Forwards, let's have a look. They've got Kurt Mann listed as a forward here. Uh, Josh Curran as well in this side. Someone that I've forgotten about here. Josh Curran, a great signing. He will be most likely playing... Um, Oh... Oh, you'd imagine in the back row. I might, You might even see him in that 13 jersey at lock. I don't mind him at lock, to be honest, at all. I think he could do a great job at 13 uh, for this Bulldog side. And Jake Turpin was the other one we forgot about as well. I think he'll play 14. I think he'll play... Oh, that's hard, though, because you've got Kurt Mann. Kurt Mann could still come off the bench and play a roaming role like the Warriors do, where they have a 14, and then they have a roaming 13. Um, coming off the bench. So Kurtman and Jake Turpin could definitely come off the bench together. You're just giving up a little bit of size off the bench. The bench would realistically be Turpin, um, Kurt Mann, Raymond Fatale and Mariner, uh, and then whoever that backup forward is, whether it be Harrison Edwards. Is Harrison Edwards even still here? Where's Harrison Edwards? Not in this list. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. No Harrison Edwards here. Um, so yeah, maybe Samuel Hughes as that other guy coming off the bench, but we'll have to wait and see, um, if Harrison Edwards is still here and they've just forgotten to put him on the website, Harrison Edwards will be that other guy coming off the bench. And he's another one that I'm very keen to see, uh, for the Bulldogs, really strong, tough competitor, uh, Harrison Edwards as well. So if he's still at the Bulldogs, hopefully he's still at the Bulldogs because he's not on the website, which is scary. Uh, I think he'll do a good job. Samuel Hughes, I've seen, I've, I've liked a lot of, of what I've seen from him as well um, this season. So we'll have to wait and see how he goes. Jackson Topine could really come into his own this year. Now that I'm looking at the website, uh, Jacob Preston, I think he could make a spot uh, in the Origin squad for sure. I don't think he'll make the 17, but I really think he could make the Origin squad if he has a few solid games like he did last year. It was really impressive towards oh throughout the entire year really. He was really, really impressive. They've got a lot of utilities. They've got a lot of a lot more forwards than I expected. I think they're one uh, leader forward short, um, which is going to be interesting to see who they want to go for in that department. You know, if there's anyone still off contract uh, going into next year, Chris Patolo is someone that a lot of guys have forgotten about. A lot of people have forgotten about Chris Patolo. He's a fucking beast uh was so unlucky with injury so unlucky with injury towards the back end of the year and towards the midpoint of the year as well only played a few games at the start of the year uh, but he's a weapon and he's gonna kill it i reckon he's one of the guys i think is gonna have a breakout year for the bulldogs chris patolo remember that name Um, but as a whole, as a team, it is a solid team on paper. They just need to perform. They just need to win games. They need to put all the pieces together. If that takes half a season, it takes half a season. If it takes a season, it'll take a season. I think it is going to take a full season for this side to gel, so I've got them coming 16th. I think they just miss out on the spoon. I think they do improve, though, and I think even though they are probably looking like they're going to come second last, I feel like you're gonna see a little bit of improvement, which is a weird thing to say, but I do think they improve. I think they look a lot better and a lot cleaner. They um, win a few more NRL games, but I think they're gonna spend this year just putting all the pieces together and preparing to be a top side in this competition. I don't think it happens all straight away, though. <laughs>